You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Fields looking for the deep ball. Touchdown, Ohio State, Garrett Olson. Justin Fields put that one on the money. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. We've got lightning bets coming up in about 20 minutes. Looking forward to that. MLB, NBA. I usually don't dive into the NHL, but I, I am looking forward to that next week, Horvat. You know, I'm not big on parlays. We suggest that you stay away from parlays. I make an exception when we are talking about series parlays. Yeah, man, I like playing the series exactly when we get to the NHL in the postseason, but regular season, kind of like right now with the NBA, not really looking to play a whole lot of sides and totals, but the NHL postseason is so fun, especially if you could play those series prices or bet the series. That's that's where I look to go. Uh, we're hoping to check in with Jeff Sherman from the Superbook in a few minutes, but uh, while we wait to, to hear from him. Now, I saw this come across, and I thought it was interesting, and I chuckled for a few reasons. Now, I'm not sure how valuable it is, but I know you hate it when people bring this up. Hate it. You established that, I, I believe, on Monday's show. Yeah. Because you're a big Clay Travis fan. Wow. And, <laughs> and you, you don't like ratings talk, yeah. which I understand to a point. I, I still think there are issues with the way they track all this stuff. Are you getting all the digitals? Everything's being digital. Everything's being moved to digital. Our entire industry... They're pushing digital, digital, digital. But are they track? How many people are watching this digitally? Right. But I think we can talk about it without tearing on another sport and and dragging politics into the conversation. Because I, I thought there were some pretty big takeaways. Is, is that fair? Or are you like, no, there's nothing there. I don't care about the rings. See, I, I think they matter to a point because they they give us a bit of an indicator on what we should be talking about. I think they matter to a point, like a point that I was trying to make this morning is that I'm more invested in baseball than I have been really like since 2016 when the Cubs won the World Series. And that's just because of like all the talent. But I'm always told that baseball is dead. Nobody watches baseball. Same thing with college basketball. Look at the ratings, though. Everybody was watching college basketball, March Madness, and people are watching baseball. People are watching Sunday Night Baseball if we get the right matchups. If you give us Dodgers Padres, if you give us Cubs Braves and it's 11 to nothing in the third inning – People might tune out, man, but I just I care, but I See, don't. You you don't hate you don't hate the ratings talk as long as uh, not talking about your boy Clay. And then, well, as long as it's like nobody's watching, nobody cares anymore. Because I just feel like there's different well, ways of doing things. And like with the Oscars, you're like, I really didn't care because there was no movies that came out. We were in a pandemic, a movie theater. I know, I know. There were people taking victory laps. See Oscars, you you can't be all politics because people don't want it. Like. Yeah. 
okay, maybe that was part of the reason, but also nobody was in a theater for a year. Right. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's the big reason. I hate how everything just these days is political and everything is an argument. Everything's a fight because I do think ratings talk, I think is very interesting. I do like to look at like, like, like the world series, for example, okay. I like to see like when the bigger market, well, let's go over it. Let's go over this. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's sparked a conversation on Twitter. You guys were talking about it on the morning show. So, I mean, with Aaron Rodgers going on up in Milwaukee, it, it was still a subject of, uh, discussion. So this was from the uh, Twitter account, Sports Media Watch. Yeah. Here are your non-football, that's important, non-football, but it's not a surprise. NFL 1, NFL 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 probably, and then college football. I get it. You, yeah. you love college football. You've established that on the show. <laughs> Most watched non-football sportscasts since 2019. Most watched non-football sportscasts since 2019. This goes through this past Saturday's Kentucky Derby. Number one and number two college basketball this year. Yep. Baylor-Gonzaga one, two, Gonzaga-UCLA. I was surprised to see Baylor-Gonzaga one since it was such a blowout. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it was the matchup that we all wanted all year. You know what I mean? Because they were supposed to meet, then COVID hit. Uh, the Final Four was so good, which probably helped the case with the UCLA-Zags game. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I was shocked to see that this year's Kentucky Derby was third right after that. We'll get to the uh, back to that coming up. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvath, this is BetQL Daily. Now we welcome into the show Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds on Twitter, Westgate Superbook, VP of Risk Management. Uh, Jeff, after uh, wrapping up the uh, NFL draft, and I'm sure this is a kind of new to you because the draft betting has blown up a lot over the last couple of years, and we're going to have the draft out in Vegas. Is uh, the NFL draft the toughest sporting event that, that's up there as uh, one of the most popular ones uh, to book all season? Yeah, there's no question. I mean, we almost have the expectations where if we break even, it'd be good, and we ended up being small losers to it this year. And we just put our draft props up, which we did uh, just over 40 of them uh, the Monday before. So we had a shelf life of about three days, and it's still tough enough because you're – almost taking wagers on somewhat definitive information. You know, everybody had Najee Harris going to 24 to Pittsburgh. So things are bet like that. So it's very difficult to book. How much uh, did the popularity increase on NFL draft betting? We saw the ratings were through the roof. They beat the Oscars. So how much uh, has the betting gone up? Well, it's gone up proportionally to the number of offerings that we do. I mean, most of the action that you get on that are from sharp players or even recreational players that find the information out on Twitter or you can decipher the information. So, I mean, it's a 24-hour thing for us to look through Twitter and see what people are saying and, and new information that comes about. And, you know, some of the books that put it up, uh, you know, a month earlier. So, uh, you know, that information just moves so fluidly that it's just tough to handle that. And uh, But it is mostly a sharp market. Jeff, I kept saying probably the odds aren't going to change a lot as far as Super Bowl futures right after the draft, but then we started getting these uh, rumors about maybe Aaron Rodgers being moved potentially to Denver. Anything that you've noticed as far as the Super Bowl futures, as far as that markets went with Denver maybe? Well, we did make some adjustments there, and we made a rapid one on the Broncos where we worked 60-1 to 1 for the Super Bowl, and with the rumors, uh, and we even took some money on them as the rumors were happening. Uh, we lowered them to 20, and then when things settled down a bit and nothing was imminent, we are currently back at 40-1, to 1, but there's still people oh. playing at 40. 
uh, with expectations that uh, he might go there. So that's really the only move. We did bump Green Bay up a little bit just because the situation sounds a little toxic there. And I don't think we'd attract money on him at 12 to one. So we went 16 for now. And if that doesn't do it, we'll keep raising them. But it doesn't sound like a good situation in Green Bay. And it's going to be a little more difficult to attract Packer money at this time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about as far as rookie of the year? Any movement, anything going on there yet for NFL? We haven't got that. Those, we, we don't have those markets up yet. That's one thing that's on our agenda to work on. You know, they're going to have the schedule release on May 12th. And shortly after that, we're going to put up a side and total point spread on all games for all 17 weeks. And then when we do that, we're going to formulate our season wins and get the extra markets up at that point. But uh, once the schedule gets released on May 12th, we're really going to be putting a lot of work into this stuff. Uh, this is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, our guest. Jeff Sherman, Westgate Superbook, VP of Risk Management. Over on the NBA side of things, uh, Jeff, th the one award with just a week and a half left in the regular season that really seems to be up for grabs is the Coach of the Year. I don't know if you guys are uh, allowed to even offer it in Nevada. I know you've got the MVP all season. But uh, if you're lining, if you guys don't have it up, if you're lining the Coach of the Year, who would you make the favorite and where, where would you go with second and third? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, you know, it's tough. I mean, I'm looking at Monty Williams or Thibodeau um, mm -hmm. and, you know, Snyder in Utah. It's, it's those three guys, in my opinion. But it's, uh, you know, between Williams and Thibodeau, I mean, both of them just uh, have done a fantastic job. Now, what we saw in the bubble from the Suns, you know, they had somewhat expectations. A lot of people thought they could carry that over this season, but what the Knicks did is come out of nowhere. Uh, I personally think Thibodeau's the, the guy that should be at the top. Uh, I know a lot of people in our back office think it should be Williams, and it would have been Snyder for a long while there, but uh, the Jazz have come back to the pack and faded a little bit, and, uh, you know, he's he's more third, in my opinion. Uh, what are you thinking as a Lakers fan? Where are you guys right now, and uh, what do you want to avoid in a first-round matchup? Well, uh, we're at the highest odds that we've been all season. I just went 9-2 to two today and share that uh, number with the Clippers. Uh, so we're sitting at Nets 5-2, to two, Lakers and Clippers 9-2, to two, and Philadelphia at 8-1. to one. And, you know, it, the whole thing is just predicated on the health. If they're healthy, then they can do something. I don't think LeBron's going to be healthy even going into the playoffs. The tough situation for them, I think they're going to end up in the play-in round, uh, so not even in the playoffs and have to play their way through that. So then they're faced with all the pressure, and the other team isn't going to have any of the pressure. Uh, you know, Lakers potentially one or two games away from being eliminated at that point. But it's going to be stressful from a health standpoint. I mean, AD is working his way back into it, but I don't think LeBron's going to be right even as they go through the playoffs. And I think it's going to be a pretty difficult run for him. I'm not expecting him to come out of the West. and especially the, the position that they're in, having to go through potentially the play-in round. Jeff, we're just a day away now from the Wells Fargo Championship, taking a look at some PGA. Pretty solid field. Ram's going to play, JT. Uh, Bryson will be out there, and Rory. Anything that you've noticed uh, as far as that market? Any uh, any love for the Wells Fargo Championship yet? Yeah, we just received some sharp play on uh, 
John Rahm at 11 to one, Justin Thomas at 10 to one. So I just lowered those two guys down to 10 to one each. Thomas was at 12 to one. So he's 10 to one now. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've raised some of the other golfers up, but uh, some respected play at the top of the market. Uh, Xander Schauffele has seen some at 18 to one. He's down to 16 to one and even Patrick Reed at 28. So he's down to 25. So uh, it's been a well-received week. The matchups have been getting phenomenal action, a lot of two-way action too. Most notably, the Rom Thomas matchup has seen a lot of two-way. So it's a good week, and we're not too far off the PGA Championship. So a good lead into that. Yeah, even with everything that's going on, it's pretty good. Uh, pretty good showing us on golf with the Derby last week, with MLB, and with the uh, NHL playoffs coming up. Yeah, there's no doubt. Golf is a sustaining popularity ever since uh, you know we had the hiatus last summer, and it's come back from that. And uh, I'm sure we picked up a lot of new customers to this market. Uh, people like to bet a little to win a lot, and there's plenty of opportunities in golf for that. So, uh, you know, the only thing that we list uh, the entire field for is the PGA Tour because of how well it's received. The other tours, and we do most all of them, uh, we'd usually do about 69 golfers in a field just because deeper down the list, a lot of the people aren't familiar with some of those golfers. But the mm-hmm. PGA Tour commands interest all the way up and down the field. So we try to do as much for that. And in the Colorado market, we offer – uh, first round leader, top five, 10 and 20. So we keep trying to expand the golf markets. Very good. Anyone that you like at Wells Fargo, please say Will Zellatoris. <laughs> I think his odds are too adjusted for where he's at now. I wouldn't be looking at yeah. those low odds. The only thing that I got involved with this week, I didn't play any outrights, but I played one matchup and I played Joel Damon minus 135 against Keith Mitchell. And I think Damon, you know, he recently won. And I think this is going to be a good course for him. So I went with that one and fading Keith Mitchell a little bit. Very good. Jeff Sherman at Golf Odds on Twitter, Westgate Superbook VP of Risk Management. Thank you so much, Jeff, as always. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, Good stuff there from Jeff Sherman. I always like getting a golf play from him. He's pretty sharp on the stuff. He's right about that Zalatoris number. It is way too short in this specific field. But I'm taking a look at him this week. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I was glad to hear that uh, Love or is coming in on uh, John Rom. I'm going to go back with Rom. Rom or Jake? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And then that matchup, very intriguing though, very juicy. I would have to take a look at that one as well. Fading uh, Mitchell this weekend. Uh, before we um, before we hit the break and go to lightning bets, uh, what we started to hit on before Jeff was able to join us was yeah, yeah, the popularity of the college basketball. Uh, ratings. They were one and two most watched sports casts, non-football since 2019. Yeah. And then Derby came in third. So Derby comes in third, uh, a sport that people tell us is dying, but they're back. It's back on the normal schedule. Yeah. So I'm not saying that there's a revival or anything, but the uh, 2020 Derby was 10th closing out this list. And between these uh, two derbies, all you see is World Series, World Series, NLCS, World Series, World Series, the final round of this past Masters, which was non-competitive. You know, so much baseball and so much golf, two sports that we've been to- told over the last few years that are dying. It just feels like uh, maybe those things are overstated. And the headline here, you have to mention it. Doesn't mean the sport stinks or you don't want politics involved in the sports, all that stuff. NBA is nowhere to be found. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball doesn't surprise me. Golf, especially like the final day of the Masters, if Tiger or big names not in contention, still people are gonna watch, but that one surprised me a little bit. 
Yeah, with the NBA, let's see what happens when they're closer to schedule. When you're playing these playoff games in the summer, that's going to be the key. Uh, This is BetQL Daily. Lightning bets are next, so keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.